Do you struggle with spots? Do you get hormonal breakouts? Do you have problems with your skin at certain times of the month? Do you have acne? Oh my gosh, my friend, the information I am gonna share with you today is absolute gold. I wish I knew what I knew now when I was a teenager struggling with acne. Today, we're gonna be talking cycle syncing your skincare routine and how to make your skincare super simple because I know that you are a busy mum. But before we jump into all of that, I just wanna remind you, if you wanna dig a little bit deeper into cycle syncing, what it is, how it impacts your body, click the link in the show notes. It will take you over to my level one in the Productive Mum Academy. Level one is Cycle Syncing 101. All the things you need to know about cycle syncing, what it is, how it impacts your body, the need to know stuff. I've done the hard work for you. I've read the books, I've read the journals and I've put it into a super affordable, simple, no nonsense, no fluff course where you can get the information about what is going on with your body, why you're feeling like you're feeling and some really simple strategies that you can put in place to help your body feel at its best. The link for the course is in the show notes. Grab yourself a paper and pen because you are definitely gonna want to take some notes for this episode. Welcome to the Productive Mom Podcast. I'm SJ, mom, former teacher, cycling fanatic, fitness coach, life coach, nutrition coach, and lover of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with and you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3pm every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. Hey friend, have you tried all of the different creams and products and you find it all really, really confusing? Do you struggle with spots? Do you struggle with hormonal acne and breakouts? Would you like to know how to take better care of your skin to prevent acne and those hormonal breakouts? Then this is definitely the episode for you. I hope you have a paper and pen handy. We're going to dig into some science around skincare, but don't stress if you're listening to me as you are doing a million other things as so many of us have There is a link in the show notes that will take you over to my website where you can actually access an infographic which summarizes a lot of the things that I'm talking about today. I created this for you. I know myself how super helpful it is just to have something like a little image on your phone that you can keep referring back to. So go over and get that and share the podcast with a friend who also might find it helpful. Okay, you know I am a fan, a super fan, in fact, it's kind of what I talk about all the time of cycle thinking. And I talk about cycle thinking, particularly in respect of your health and your fitness, because that's what I do. I'm a personal trainer, I'm a nutrition coach, and I've spoken so much about cycle thinking, like our food and our workouts, because so much of that process can have such a profound impact on how you look, how you feel, and how you perform in the long term. 
ultimately everything that I talk about is about working with our body, this amazing body that we've been given by God, how we can work with it rather than against it so that we can feel great, so that we can look great, so that we can be at our best and get all of the things done that we want to do and all of the things that we have to do as busy working mothers. But for today's episode, I'm taking a step away from the fitness, nutrition side, and I'm talking about skincare, which might sound a bit strange as somebody who is a personal trainer. And of course, like I'm not qualified in this area. This is stuff that I've learned, stuff that I've read, stuff that I've tried, and things that have worked for me. And I just like to share that with you because ultimately I see us as friends in this community, and we're the way that we learn is by sharing information and knowledge with each other. So why am I talking about skincare? Well, I want to take you back a few years, um, being completely honest with you, over 20 years now. As a teenager, I suffered really badly with the misery and the shame of having acne and spots. And how many times people said to me, oh, you should wash your face. And if they really had any idea what I was doing at home, I was washing my face and I was trying every single product I could think of and find to get rid of the acne and the spots I had I went to the doctor and he gave me like some horrible horrible creams which stank and it was just so awful and I really wish that as a teenage girl I knew what I know now I mean the great thing about this process for us as mothers is we can learn this stuff and we get to then share it with our children and I really hope that if you are a parent listening to me that you do share this knowledge with your children and you do have these conversations with them because we can really change the way a generation looks feels and sees themselves as women by using this information and sharing it with them. So going back to teenage me, who was struggling with acne, who was trying all of the stuff, you know, in the supermarkets, all of the get rid of spot stuff, all of the different acne creams and all of the things, and none of them worked. And so many of them actually made my skin worse. I was going through puberty, my hormones were all over the place. I was, you know, not understanding what really was going on with my body. And this is why when I look back now as a teacher of secondary school children of teenage girls, I really feel for these kids because they are going through so much. Their bodies are changing so much. They're managing all these different hormones that are going through their bodies. And at the same time, we're really expecting them to learn so much to turn into young adults. And I remember as a teacher seeing the students in my classes, like the girls, for example, putting makeup on so much because they were embarrassed about their skin and the boys trying to hide their faces when they were talking because they were embarrassed about the spots that they had. And I really wish that kids knew this stuff. I really wish that we were sharing this information more with teenagers as they're going through these different stages in their life. Because for us as well as adults, if we know what's going on, it gives us that understanding. It gives us that knowledge, which then gives us power and it helps us to make informed choices. But ultimately, it gives us grace Like it helps us to understand why our body is behaving in the way that it is so that we're not kind of punishing ourselves and we don't feel as bad about these things. If we knew that it was normal 
and that we weren't the only ones struggling with these things. Like so many things, we would feel better about it. Now, I think it's fair to say that I remember my struggles with my skin starting probably from the age of about 13 and going through into my early 20s when I was at university. And I know that some of the things I was doing really weren't helping my skin. Like I said, I tried all of the different products and also my diet. And when I was certainly at university, the alcohol consumption at the time really did not help with my skin. But the main thing that actually made a difference was when I discovered better quality skincare products and took out some of the chemicals that I was putting on my face. Now, I've spoken about chemicals when it comes to cleaning in our home. I've done an episode, if you scroll down and look for the episode all about endocrine disruptors. But for us as women, and you know, in general, in our society, most of the products that we're using contain these things called endocrine disruptors that can inhibit they can mimic our hormones and they can cause hormones to be switched on when they shouldn't be. They can turn hormones off when they shouldn't be. So basically what they're doing is they're messing with the normal way that our body works. And a big way that our body is subjective to these endocrine disruptors is actually through the products that we are using and the products that we're putting on our skin. Now, if you think about your skin, it's a massive, massive organ. And I think I read somewhere it takes about 26 seconds for something that you put on your skin to be absorbed into your bloodstream. And if you think about it like that, it's no wonder that what we're putting on our skin when it comes to our skincare routine can impact the hormones within our body and ultimately can impact what's going on when it comes to cycle syncing. So it makes sense if we are cycle syncing our nutrition and our fitness and we're cycle syncing our productivity, if we're cycle syncing our relationships, the work that we're doing, then of course we can be cycle syncing our skincare because as our hormones change through this roller coaster of our 28 on a day on average monthly cycle, the needs of our skin change. So that's why I'm here talking today about cycle syncing and skincare because I know how important this is. I know what it feels like to struggle with your skin. I know how self-conscious you can feel when your skin isn't right. And if there's things that we can do to support our body and to support our skin, and there's information that I have learned and found out, then I am all for sharing it with you. And I really hope that this episode helps you if you are somebody who struggles with your skin, with acne, with spots, or if you feel less confident in the skin that you are in. I hope you have your pen and paper ready because we're going to dig into some real science. I love these episodes. I love geeking out on the science and I really hope that this is going to help you. So what is cycle syncing your skincare? Really in short, it's about adapting the skincare products you use, such as your cleanser, your toner, your moisturizer, to your menstrual cycle. Now, because of the specific shifts that happen during your menstrual cycle, at certain points in your cycle, you're more prone to acne and breakouts. So it's important to recognize these shifts 
and try to adjust your skincare routine to help improve your skin's function, its appearance, and then also to reduce any spots or breakouts that you might have. Now, you might notice that certain times of the year, your skin has different needs. I mean, for example, here in the wintertime, my skin gets really dry, so I know that I need to be putting more moisturizer onto my skin. In the summer, we definitely need to be putting more SPF onto our skins. And if you are somebody who perhaps like lives like I do in the UK, and then you go abroad to a hotter, warmer country, you might notice that your skin changes and your usual skincare routine doesn't really work because your skin is being exposed to different climates and different temperatures and different humidity levels. So that's why because of what goes on outside, we have to adapt our skincare. So it's normal and natural that we're going to have to adapt the skincare that we have when things are changing inside our body. Now, if you are not familiar with cycle syncing, and you don't know what the different phases of your cycle are, you should definitely go and grab level one of the Productive Mum Academy. It's the cycle syncing 101 level, the need to know stuff about cycle syncing, what's going on in your body, how you're feeling, why you're feeling like that and just really understanding the science behind the way that your body works because I don't know about you but I was taught this stuff by a creepy science teacher in a science lab with a textbook but in this course I'm talking to you real talk like we're not mincing our words we're sharing the real stuff of what it's like to be a woman and how it feels and what is going on so go and grab that course it's super affordable it's short it's easy to work through and if you know the basics of cycle syncing then you're going to be able to apply all of these principles to all of the different areas in your life Now, when it comes to cycle syncing your skincare, there are three major sex hormones going on. So in your body, you have got lots and lots of different chemical messages. That is what your hormone is. And in your skin, in your body, sorry, you are going to have different receptors and the hormones are looking, it's like a lock and key mechanism. So those hormones are moving around in your bloodstream looking for their specific look so that they work together. One of the biggest players in your hormones when it comes to your skincare is actually testosterone. And it sounds funny, doesn't it, as a woman, because we often think of testosterone as being a male hormone, but women, we do still have a small amount of testosterone. Now, testosterone stimulates the production of sebum, which is a waxy and oily substance which is created by your skin. And in fact, studies suggest that people with acne produce more testosterone than people that don't. So increased levels of testosterone may lead to more excessive amounts of this sebum production, which in turn can block follicles and cause inflamed glands like those lumps and bumps that look like acne on your skin so this can is what basically triggers an acne outbreak and can lead to that like greasy feeling on your skin and your hair now while testosterone's levels vary throughout your life puberty in particular is a high testosterone time not just for boys but for us as women and it only varies slightly throughout your menstrual cycle testosterone can kind of peak around just before ovulation 
but I'm going to talk a bit more about that as we go through. Now, the next hormone in play, which I talk about all the time, is estrogen. And estrogen can actually help to keep your skin clear by suppressing this sebum production. So studies show it also has really great anti-aging effects on your skin. It increases the collagen production and it helps to improve the thickness of your skin and the elasticity. So we love estrogen. Estrogen is that hormone that I often talk about in terms of health and fitness as being the hormone that makes you often feel more energized and it's also doing a great thing for your skin. Now it also plays a key role in the healthy lipid barrier function which keeps your skin from drying out. So this is why you typically experience like that clearer skin mid-cycle particularly around ovulation when estrogen is at its peak. Now, when estrogen is out of balance, and I've spoken before about estrogen dominance, I've done a whole episode about estrogen dominance. If it's out of balance, it can also create skin issues. So high levels of estrogen, known as estrogen dominance, are associated with hyperpigmentation. Now, the other hormone in play is progesterone. I talk a lot about progesterone as well. And healthy progesterone levels can also have quite positive impacts on your skin. So if you've got sufficient levels of progesterone, it may help to stop the testosterone-related acne and help to keep your your skin clear. So it's kind of like those female hormones are working against the testosterone. Now, in your menstrual cycle, progesterone rises after ovulation, and this causes your body temperature to rise, which leads to more sweat sometimes, and you might then find or expect to find that the progesterone can indirectly cause you to be more prone to acne and hormonal breakouts because your temperature is rising and you're sweating more. We know progesterone as the hormone that can make you feel tired, it has a sedative effect, but it's important to note that your progesterone levels drop in the presence of stress. So if you are really stressed out, your progesterone levels are going to plummet. And then you may find yourself experiencing symptoms of high testosterone, which could cause the acne. You might find that you are estrogen dominant, and this is where you might find that you have PMS and PMT symptoms. And this could be where you get those hormonal breakouts happening. Okay, I'm gonna go into each phase of your cycle and I'm going to break each phase down for you and give you some hints and tips and like actual doable stuff that you can do to kind of get ahead of the game because if you're cycle syncing your skincare you're gonna know what's going on you're going to be ahead of the curve so that you can meet your skin's changing needs and hopefully prevent those hormonal breakouts. Okay, let's start with phase one, that menstrual phase. So I'm talking day one to six, the first day of your period to when your period ends. So this is when estrogen and progesterone levels are at their lowest point, which means testosterone is relatively higher in relation to those other hormones. And remember that testosterone is responsible for the increase in that sebum production, that kind of greasy, sort of oily feel to your skin. So you might find during this phase that you do actually have more spots. During your menstrual phase, this is the ideal time to focus on clearing out pores, absorbing toxins, and facilitating cell turnover. So for this phase, the kind of things that your skin 
could use that would be helpful for your skin is charcoal, for example, because charcoal is a great natural ingredient that absorbs oil and impurities. So you could maybe use like a charcoal mask. You also want to be thinking about maybe getting some salicylic acid because this helps get rid of blackheads, whiteheads and blemishes. It dissolves the debris that clogs your pores and can cause those issues. It's also anti-inflammatory, can it? So it can help to reduce any redness that you might have on your skin. Now, you might also find that something like witch hazel can be quite helpful at this point because it can help to clear out your pores and dry up oil as well. Okay, next up, I'm gonna put phase two and phase three together. So your follicular and ovulatory phase. So we're talking about day seven to day 14. And during this time, as you know, if you've been around a while, estrogen is rising and peaks right at that ovulation stage in your cycle. And this is usually when your skin is looking and feeling at its best because the oil reducing effects of estrogen and also estrogen helps to promote the production of collagen. So your skin's gonna be like looking really nice and dewy and glowy. In this phase, you wanna focus on things that are gonna provide your skin with nourishment and treatments really are the name of the game here. So you can have lots of fun with this. This is a great time to do more intense treatments like maybe a peel and incorporate high-end serums like a vitamin C serum because collagen production is increased by estrogen. Sometimes a simple swap to a different cleanser or a different night moisturizer is all that's needed. And while it's always important, sunscreen is really key during this particular phase because higher levels of estrogen and sun damage can lead to hyperpigmentation. So you wanna be looking out for the kind of products that have like fatty acids and nourishing oils and butters, maybe resurfacing acids, because you've got the increase in collagen, it makes it an ideal time for a peel, and peels are often packed with resurfacing acids and help to brighten the skin and increase that cell turnover looking for things that might have vitamin C in it because when it comes to skin health, age and defense and having that lovely bright dewy glow, vitamin C is really, really great at doing it. And finally, in these two phases, in your follicular and luteal phase, you wanna be looking for something that is, um, got zinc oxide so a mineral based sunscreen because this is really an important time to protect your skin from the damage of the sun which can lead to hyperpigmentation so you might want to be looking for a moisturizer that has an added sunscreen making sure that your makeup contains sunscreen or perhaps just using a really super light sunscreen on its own and I am going to share some of the products that I really love and some of the things that I use in the show notes you'll find a link which will take you over to my suggestions. Okay the final phase is your luteal phase so this is day 16 to day 28 so from ovulation through to the first day of your period. And if you've been around here a while, you know that the luteal phase can be really challenging. There's an awful lot going on for your body in terms of what it needs, what it's doing. And this is where cycle syncing your skincare really can make all of the difference. Because after ovulation, your core body temperature rises 
Thank you very much to the rising progesterone levels. And research shows that you have a higher sweat rate during this time. So that's fun, isn't it? And if you aren't pregnant, then your hormone levels will drop right before your period starts. Now, it's in this phase where you also have the highest sebum production and the most sensitive skin the week before your period. So this is why you're likely to see an increase in acne, inflammation, redness and breakouts. And when you think about it, it's no surprise because we've got the drop in estrogen, the rise and then the drop in progesterone. So our poor body is doing all of the things. It's not surprising that sometimes we can see these problems come and to the surface in our skin. So this is the time to focus on preventing acne by absorbing oil and making sure that you're cleaning out your pores. And products also need to be gentle and anti-inflammatory since your skin is super sensitive. So here are some things you might want to think about using. So salicylic acid, again, which we've spoken about in the previous phase. So this is going to be the time to help clearing out your pores because salicylic acid is also anti-inflammatory. It helps to reduce any redness that you can. So you want about a product that has about 2% salicylic acid to treat any acne that appears. Charcoal, again, I've spoken about charcoal before, is a great natural ingredient that absorbs oil and impurities. So a nice, gentle charcoal mask is a great idea as well. Going back to witch hazel, which I've spoken about as well, which can be anti-inflammatory. I can't say that word today. During this phase, looking for a aluminium-free natural deodorant. Well, quite frankly, I think you should be using an aluminium-free natural deodorant anyway full stop. Um, But this is really key at this particular time because you want something that's going to neutralize any odor, absorb sweat and goes on smoothly and is gentle for your skin. So use one that doesn't have any endocrine disruptors. And again, I'm going to share some links in the show notes to some products that I suggest. You also want to be considering the fact that at this phase as well, you've got an awful lot of oil oil production going on. I really can't speak properly today, can I? But there's a lot of oil production happening in this phase. So you only need a light moisturizer to keep your skin nice and supple, nothing too heavy that's going to clog your pores. Now, That's quite a lot of information about what you should and shouldn't be doing in different phases. But don't worry, my friend, I have you covered. I've created a graphic for you. So if you click the link in the show notes, you can access a couple of free infographics, one from the previous episode all about caffeine and then one from today all about your skincare regime. Now, the final point that I am gonna make, and I think this one is really, really key when it comes to the products that you are using, your skin as a massive organ and I think I said earlier in the episode it takes about 26 seconds for anything that you put on your skin to be absorbed into your bloodstream so it is really key that we are not putting products on our skin that have these endocrine disruptors and it may shock you but there are so many cosmetic products out there that are using ingredients that are negatively impacting your hormones and can create irregular or unhealthy menstrual cycles. 
I personally am really passionate about removing endocrine disruptors from any products that I'm using, any products that my family are using, any products that we're cleaning our homes with. I have seen and I've read so much on the links between endocrine disruptors and many health issues, one of them being in particular the links to breast cancer. And this isn't said to scare you. But having seen so many people recently in my friendship circle going through breast cancer and struggles with breast cancer, I'm very much of the attitude that if we know that something isn't good for us, we can take it out of our daily life. Then ultimately that's going to reduce the risk that we have. We know that smoking is not good for us. We know that eating fatty food isn't good for us. And those things can lead to different diseases. And the same is the case when it comes to these endocrine disruptors. So yes, there are ingredients that can cause hormone imbalances and a lot of conventional makeup and skincare products contain these ingredients and they could be impacting your thyroid function, your estrogen metabolism, your menstrual cycle. And if you go and check out my previous episode, I think it's episode 137 where I talk all about endocrine disruptors. And then I've also recorded an episode with the lovely Tara where we were talking about her journey with breast cancer and why she's so passionate about having a toxin-free home. And that's why I really think that choosing products that are free of known harmful ingredients like these endocrine disruptors, fragrances, carcinogens are so important. And if you do need any help with finding products, safe products that do really, really work, click the link in the show notes. I share some of the products that I really love and really, really recommend. And by all means, drop me a DM if you've got any questions, because I can always refer you over to somebody who knows more about skincare than I do. As always, my friend, I really hope this episode has been useful. It's been informative and I really hope that if you've loved it, you will share it with somebody who needs to know this information. Honestly, I think about myself as a teenager, how much I would have loved to have known what was going on with my body, how much I would have been grateful for somebody to show me what was happening with the hormones within my body. And that's why I have created this level one of the Productive Mum Academy. The need to know when it comes to cycle seeking, the basics, the stuff that is going on in our body, the stuff that we weren't taught when we were in school in those science lessons, being taught about the menstrual cycle by the creepy science teacher with the textbook. Um, That's just me, but I'm sure there are many of you out there who were taught about your body in a really, really similar way. So go and grab the Cycle Sinking course. It's super affordable. It's accessible. It's not going to take you hours and hours to get through. The link to that course is in the show notes as is the link to the products that I've been talking about that I recommend that I've been using myself. And as always, your reviews mean everything to me. So if you do have a minute, scroll down in iTunes, leave me a five-star review because it really does help this podcast to reach other women. We are a global community and I am so grateful to those of you that have shared this podcast because you've allowed other women to share and be part of this amazing community. As always, have an amazing week, my friend, and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.